Hello, Deborah Ishihara here. Germany is facing federal elections. Uh, they're about a week away at the time of recording this podcast. And we want to know what impact success by the major parties running in the election could have on employment law. Welcome to Talking Work, the employment law podcast by Yus Laboris. In each episode, we invite a different guest to discuss what's happening in the world of work. If you're an HR professional of any kind, this podcast is for you. Till Hyman is a partner at our German law firm, Klimt HR Lawyers, and he's here to tell us what the different parties are saying about some of the major employment issues. Hi, Till. Great to have you here. Hi, Deborah. Pleasure to be here. Um, Now, there's a lot riding on these elections for Germany. A lot of things could change depending on who wins or who's involved in a coalition. I guess what we should do is think about each of the major employment issues that could be impacted by this in turn. There are very few things that are more important in Germany in terms of employment law than co-determination, the trade unions, collective bargaining and so forth. So let's start off by talking about those. Tell me, Till, what are the parties planning and how do they envisage modernising some of the existing systems around co-determination, for instance? Well, you would hope or at least expect that this would be first and foremost on the party's agenda. Unfortunately, uh, it only seems to be a minor point uh, throughout all parties' agendas. From a practical perspective, what you would expect it to see is uh, that the parties would like to update some of the more outdated or impractical regulations. Some of them are from the 1950s and no longer really fit for the digital modern age. Instead, the parties uh, seem to be more divided along the lines of do we need to have more or less co-determination as if having more or less co-determination would help modernizing the system, which it really doesn't. So starting off uh, with the currently governing parties, if we're looking at the Christian Democrats, what they want to do is largely maintain the current status quo regarding union co-determination, well, more or less, but what they want to do is increase the scope of collective bargaining agreements that are generally applicable across all sectors where CBAs currently do not play a big role. Regarding works councils, the Christian Democrats want to enable having digital elections, which is at least one step in the right direction from a practitioner's perspective. The Social Democrats, on the other hand, want to create um, a digital right of access, seeing as there are more and more operations that are operating only virtually. Um, It sounds very modern in practice, but what, what that will likely encompass is enabling unions to email employees and be able to contact them in that manner. Furthermore, what the Social Democrats want to do is they want to enable some representation for gig workers, which is a big topic, obviously, um, to enable them to negotiate for minimum working conditions. The scope of union co-determination in the mind of the Social Democrats should be increased to also encompass foreign legal entities operating in Germany, and they want to lower the thresholds for co-determination of employees and supervisory boards. Also, they want to make CBAs, collective bargaining agreements, more prevalent, and they want to incentivize companies to enter into such agreements more frequently. The number of generally applicable CBAs should also be increased in their mind. And finally, the Social Democrats want to strengthen operational co-determination, add more co-determination rights, around largely flexible working and introduction of new technologies, for example, introducing AI. The Green Party um, agree that more collective agreements shall be made generally binding, and they want to give an advantage to employers that apply CBAs wherever there are public tender procedures. They want to increase co-determination on the European or cross-border level. On the German national level, they only have a very limited agenda. 
Um, they are largely saying that co-determination rights should be modernized regarding occupational training, diversity, climate change, and offshoring, so typical Green Party subjects, really. The Free Democrats do not have any plans to make changes to co-determination at any level at all. Uh, the left-wing party, they want to drastically increase co-determination rights for works councils. They want to extend collective bargaining across all industries, and they want to force employers that apply for public tenders to observe CBAs, and they want to provide a right for unions to bring claims in order to safeguard their collective rights directly versus employers. Finally, we have the right-wing alternative party that has no specific collective labor agenda. When we're talking about co-determination, I want to highlight one point that maybe is a little out there, but I think it's a very interesting point. Um, it is employee participation. Both the Christian and Free Democrats and the Green Party are in favor of strengthening programs and schemes that allow for more employee participation in equity and therefore more direct involvement in company affairs. So it would be interesting to see what that does to the co-determination landscape. Mm, that sounds um, an interesting thing to look out for. Um, now, tell us, um, Till, what you know about the possible impact of the different parties' policies on working time. Well, again, we see some differences here. The Christian Democrats want to replace the very strict daily working time limits with a weekly working time limit for most jobs, which is uh, more in line with EU law. This position is also shared by the Free Democrats. Most employers would probably see this as a favorable change as working with daily working time limits in Germany presents a significant challenge in an age where just picking up your phone to read an email after work might already be seen as working and therefore breaching the law. The Social Democrats and the left-wing party want to uphold the daily working time limits and in the latter case, even reduce the exceptions. Both the left-wing party and the Green Party want to ensure proper and exhaustive time tracking and recording as per the interpretation of the ECJ Deutsche Bank Spain ruling. The Free Democrats and the Green Party are in favor of more flexible working times, e.g. by enabling employees to choose beginning and end of the working day more freely. The Social Democrats want to create a personal working time account that can be fed into not only by paying into them, but also by transferring over time into them and they're looking at federal top-ups to such accounts. The right-wing alternative party, again, does not have an agenda on this topic. Okay, um, so one or two of the parties seem to be thinking about having less rigidity in working hours, and that brings me on to a related subject. I wonder if there are any manifesto promises that would particularly favour women who are trying to juggle their family and career. Well, I would guess none of the parties would say outright that they're against that. It would not be very effective PR. But in all honesty, the political agendas aren't exactly clear beyond blanket statements in many cases, sadly. Um, the Christian Democrats do state that they want to use working time accounts to increase flexible working options for working parents. The Free Democrats say that they want to extend some level of maternity protection to the partner as well, and to enable timeouts also for board members of companies without risk of liability. But all of those agendas are rather broad and there's not much in terms of concrete proposals in the party's agendas there. Mm, okay. Um, in a similar vein, Till, what do the parties plan to do about the gender pay gap? Well, all parties, except for the alternative party, who is silent on this issue, are in favour of strengthening pay equality. They differ in the details. 
While the Christian Democrats largely want to evaluate the existing rules, the Social Democrats want to enforce pay equality by mandating employers to actively purge sources of unequal pay without employees having to raise complaints in the first place. The Green Party supports this and also wants the scope of the Equal Pay Act to encompass smaller companies as well. And both the Green and the left-wing parties want to include a right for unions and other associations to sue employers if they do not comply with equal pay rules. Mm, interesting stuff. There's been a lot of talk till in the last few years, but in particular during COVID, about the gig economy and also about insecure work more generally. Governments around the world are grappling with how to ensure people are protected properly, no matter how insecure their jobs. So I'm wondering if there's any focus at all on these issues by the parties. Well, aside from the issues around gig working that I mentioned earlier, there are some small changes to the rules for what's called mini jobbers in Germany um, that the parties envision. This is uh, marginal workers with a limited um, contingent of hours per week and a limited level of remuneration. Um, the Christian Democrats and the Social Democrats want to enable marginal employees to make a bit more money by essentially changing the social security and tax rules slightly. Um, the Free Democrats want to tie this into minimum wage developments, and the left-wing and Green Party are very much not in favor of mini-jobs. They want to discontinue them and push towards using regular employment instead. Mm -hmm. And similarly then, um, how about temporary work? Do the parties have views on that? They do indeed and rather strong views at that. The Christian Democrats and the Free Democrats want to indeed increase the flexibility of the model. They want to allow employers to share employees more freely as practiced during the pandemic. For example, there was one publicly discussed case where a fast food chain allowed its staff to work at the grocery store instead to account for the lack of work. The left-wing party wants to abolish temporary working altogether, or at least they want to restrict it severely. Social Democrats and Green Party, on the other hand, want to ensure equal pay from day one. Both the left-wing and the right-wing alternative parties want to add a flexibility premium on top of equal pay. Mm. So we've talked about the challenges essentially for blue-collar workers, but since COVID there's been another phenomenon mainly involving white-collar workers, and that's working from home. Um, what are some of the issues that the parties want to address in relation to home working? Well, in principle, all the parties are in favor of enabling pictures and finger quotes here, more working from home, except for the right-wing alternative party who are again silent on this issue. But the parties, of course, differ on the details. The Christian Democrats want to unify the regulations and enable free remote working across Europe. The Social Democrats, Green Party and left-wing party, they want to introduce a right to working from home and largely concentrate on the protection of employees in that new environment. The Free Democrats want an obligation to discuss a right to remote work, comparable as is the case in the Netherlands, for example, but they favour individual case solutions. Right. Now, I'm not going to ask you to predict the election results till you'll be glad to know, but give us a sense, if you will, of the possible outcomes and the overall direction in which they might take employment law. Well, predicting the results would be an impossible task indeed, but it will be a close call uh, as per current predictions. What I can say is that, personally at least, I would be very much surprised if the result would be yet another iteration of the black and red coalition, meaning Christian and Social Democrats who are currently governing. There were little constructive developments evident in terms of labor-related policymaking because the parties had some irreconcilable differences. Regardless of wins, I think we will see more legislative activity in the coming term, though whether that will favor employers or employees more, that will remain to be seen. 
Okay, well, thank you very much, Till, for those insights. We'll see in the next few days how all this pans out. Till has written a very useful synopsis of the information he's given us today in the form of a table, and you can find a link to that in the notes. We also regularly put out articles on developments in Germany, so look out for those too. We've put Till's details in the notes as well, so you can contact him directly, and mine are also there. You're always welcome to contact me on anything to do with employment law, and I'll answer your query. Or if you need an expert in a particular country, say, I'll put you in touch with the right person. Do browse around our website, by the way. There's loads of information there on all sorts of employment-related topics at usetheboris.com. And do join us again next time. That's it for this episode of Talking Work. But we'll be back very soon with more insights from our guests from around the world. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can also visit usetheboris.com to access all our content, resources and tools.